0: February 8th, 2024, we're in Masechet Bava Kamandaf Tet Vav Amud Aleph, a little bit below, midway through the Amud, where at the end of the line, the Gemara says, Hanizak veHamazik Betashlumi, we'll pick up from there. If you recall, the Mishnah had these somewhat mysterious words. It said that sometimes the Nizak, the person who got damaged, and the Mazik, the person who damages, They'll both be a part of the tashlumin, the payback. Almost appears as if the nizak, the person who got damaged, will sometimes lose out. He won't be uh, able to get the full amount. He puts his part into the payment in that ironic way. Says the Gemara, let's try to arrive at meaning in those words by means of a mahloket that we actually discussed yesterday. Itmar. It was said in the Beit Midrash, when it comes to pelga nizka, when it comes to Partial or half, more specifically, half damage payment. What's half damage payment? Of course, the animal, when it gores the first three times, what we call a short time, how do you characterize that initial payment in those three times? Now, on the one hand, well, if you're paying, it must be because you're damaged. On the other hand, you're only paying half, it makes it appear as if this payment is different than other payments. How could you imagine a difference in payment? A payment is a payment is a payment for damage. You can imagine it, as we discussed yesterday, in one of two ways. Either, this is what's called tashlumen nizikin, you're paying back for damaging, that was your responsibility to safeguard the animal, to protect it, and you didn't, you have to pay back. Uh, Why am I paying back half? Maybe uh, the Torah is a little bit lenient on you because it's the first three times. But in the scheme of things, fundamentally, it's your responsibility to uh, safeguard, to protect this animal, and you didn't. Your responsibility, not a penalty. Your responsibility straight up to pay for it. Alternatively, the other way of looking at this is, well, uh, we couldn't and shouldn't imagine that uh, the animal in the first three times is actually going to damage. Uh, It's going to gore, and it did once before, maybe twice, but it's not really. uh, Animals at at their core are somewhat protected to the extent that it's not your responsibility, but the Torah wants to penalize you. It's what we call a kenas. The Torah says we don't want this to be a repeated uh, affair. We don't want you to be negligent with regards to your animals. We'll penalize you and we'll place upon you half payment as your penalty, you might say. What's that? Up until the third time, of course, when we talk." about... You could, you could imagine, it's certainly a, well, it's either a leniency or a stringency, that's the way you're going to have to imagine it. In other words, are you actually, uh, should I be paying zero and you're forcing me to pay half, or should be paying full and you're allowing for me to pay a little half? little logic before the first time, stop: watching. Or, you know, it was one time, it two times. Regardless, that's the question of the Gemara. Now, that question of the Gemara is not merely a scholastic hypothetical question, it's a practical question as well, because the principle as well, which we discussed yesterday, is modeh Biknas patur, which means to say, when it comes to fines or penalties, according to the Torah, if you admit to the wrongdoing and in turn obligation, before discovered by witnesses, before testimony against you is issued in court, you are exempt. The Gemara derives this from pasuk later on. But the halacha is that if I'm to imagine and understand shortam as a kenas or a nezik, there'll be a major difference. If I jump and go to betin and uh, suffer the embarrassment, am I exempt now from paying? Or not? Says the Gemara. Itmar. It was said in the Midrash. Palgan nizka again. Half nezik. When you're paying half, meaning short time. Rav Amar mamona. Rav Amar kinasa. Those are the two opinions. Mamona means monetary payment restitution. It's what I owe. Nizka, excuse me, Kenasa uh, uh, means Kenas. It's a reference to a fine, a penalty. The major difference, one more time, being if you're Modeh b'Kenas, if you admit in this situation, are you exempt or not? Yes. The burden of proof is always on the person who got damaged. No matter what. Oh, oh, you're saying how many times it happened? It'll be on him as well. Gotta got bring, bring witnesses with regards to what took place in the past. Four sets of witnesses, three sets of witnesses. Right, or one witness who was present on okay. the third time, you know. And okay. in other words, you you saw a third. Each time you're going to call it, yeah, it's got to do his due diligence and research. When you're living in smaller communities and towns, it's it's probably a lot easier um, in this respect. All right, that's what we have then in our Gemara. Says the Gemara onward, Raf Papa Amar Mamona in explaining that first opinion that pelga again half niska of damage is considered mamona. It's a financial obligation as opposed to a penalty of some sort. It's an obligation. His reasoning would be Setam Shivarim Love Beheskat Shimur Kayamin. Setam means a standard. The standard oxen, the standard animal we are supposed to assume, because that is the nature. Our love beheskat shimur. They cannot and should not be assumed to be safeguarded independent of your effort. It's not so, look at a bull, look at an animal. It's not that you instigated it, it's not that it taught itself to be wild. It's going to be wild. And therefore, according to the letter of the law, so to speak, it should be deba'e that you need to that you need to pay the full amount. It's only the Torah who has compassion, who feels bad, so to speak, for the owner of the animal the first three times, the Akati La that still, Akati means still, Milashon Mu'ad, became conditioned or forewarned. tore means his ox, his shor. In other words, the Torah gives a certain compassion, a certain care for the owner and says, listen, you and I should both know that this animal is not safe. Any animal is not safe. But the first three times, you don't know to what extent, we'll give you the ability, we'll, we'll give you a discount. But in in the scheme of things, fundamentally, you're paying because you're obligated to pay. Because again, the words are, animals in the standard sense are not to be considered safeguarded. What's that? If he admits it, says uh, A.B., the major difference here in everything is admission. If you're saying it's Mamon, there's no Petur. If you, as a matter of fact, take a look at Rashi, all the way up on the Amud. Rashid may be 15, 16 lines from the top. Says she says, the law is, letter of the law is, you pay. It's not considered a fine or a penalty. So we've been stating throughout. Abi reminded us of this. The practical halacha difference is, If he admits mikameh before de'atu, that comes, sahade, the witness is, If you say it's mamona, if you say it's a financial obligation, you're not going to be patur, you won't be accepted. So Right. confused with how it's only half of you damaged right. that because Right. Never spelled out in the Gemara the logic for, so to speak, this compassion of the Torah. No, the Torah has compassion, it says Hasrahmana <laughs> Ale Why? If it's Heskat Shimur, if it's you're supposed to assume that this animal is wild, And why are you playing you like a little kid? You got a few war. The answer is, apparently, this is the way some of the Aharonim try to touch on this matter, they suggest, even though it's, there is wild, and then there's wild, bolded wild. In other words, uh, you can have a wild animal, you don't need to, per se, assume it's going to attack people. You can assume it's going to be wild and unruly, and you're not, not going to attack people and other objects, per se, half. Uh, is that a penalty? It's not a penalty. You know it's wild. It's, it's, it's until it's three times, then you realize, and you're supposed to know, and everyone else should know, this is a very dangerous situation. There's something in yes, between this it it's basically. It's uh, it's, 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 it's because it's half. Oh, that's where we're going. That's where I, listen, I played you all yesterday when I said that, right? Because that's the logic of the next opinion. The next opinion says, why do you think it's half? Because it was kenas at its core. It happened to be la halacha that way and you know I was able to play it like that but this, this opinion although being a strong one A is not nipsak halacha, and B the logic as you're saying is a little difficult whoever heard of I am have to pay damage it's mamon but I pay less than the full amount because of the compassion of the Torah Alright, so it says the Gemara Rav Rav Anar. This second opinion, if you recall, the dissenting view is, Kenasa, his opinion is, Palga Miska, the half damage payment of a short time, is not considered restitution charges of Mamona. Uh, it's rather considered penalty or fine. It's, uh, so to speak, you uh, should not have per se, known better, it's love, it's And as a result, uh, you should be off the hook. Then why is the, the Torah making me pay at all? Uh, just to make sure that you condition yourself properly, because you should be aware of it. We're going to penalize you. You're supposed to understand and realize, as everyone does, bulls and oxen and things of that sort, they're not that dangerous, they're not innately, unless you train them to be so, or you're overly negligent with them going to damage others. And as a result, you should be able to say, listen, I put in the minimal amount of uh, safeguarding, I uh, made certain that I was watching it, it uh, went out of line, ah, come on, I'm not liable. And the Torah would say to you, so to speak, you're right, however, it's a penalty, it's a fine, so that you are noter, noter, like in the Yerushalayim they have a group called miture lintor means to guard, they consider themselves the guardians of the city lintor t- means that it's your responsibility the Torah is trying to reprimand and remind you to safeguard and to watch over your animal okay those are the two opinions here in the Gemara shortam, all shortam yeah, Short muad is absolutely is full. It's not kenas. Nezik is full. Get the words straight. So yeah. I know that. And I'm saying, but in this opinion, who says it's a kenas? When it goes to muad, I mean, hard, but, uh, the status changed what's kenas again? because oh, okay. now you have to realize kenas means penalty fine. Now you have to realize. Oh, good. Now you have to realize this animal is dangerous, and the Torah says now it's your responsibility. This kenas to absolutely, absolutely correct here, if penalty, he it say, penalty, before the property, he's out. Correct. If it's a penalty, this second opinion, and you run to Beit Din and admit to it before witnesses come, you'll be off the hook. That's that's the halakha, modeh uh, patur. What's the logic, first pasuk, Easy to understand the logic. You learned your lesson. The whole point is to teach you a lesson. You learned your lesson. If you embarrass yourself and stood in front of Bedin, we hope you learned your lesson. I can understand. Yeah, so that. Got you know, yeah, you know. yeah, lost? lost. <laughs> I lost. I lost. Very nice. Be very nice. But anyone die. would anyone would do that because you're saving the money. Forget about the uh, embarrassment. You know, uh, you know if you have the money and you could save face maybe you wouldn't if you assume that you'll get away with it without admitting it i'm not sure i you know i'm not i'm not certain I can't I can't not hold hold not certain it's, the, is, easy way out just confess understood understood yeah, all right, anyway, says the Gemara onward, says the Gemara, now that we have these two opinions, let's, t- let's test these two opinions. Let's challenge them and try to determine, based on things we know, things we'll discover, uh, which one of these two opinions can stand strongest ground. First, let's begin with our Mishnah, Tenan. Our Mishnah. The Mishnah that uh, we today began rem- re- reminding ourselves of. It says, Remember those words? Both the nizak, the damaged party, and the Mazik, the damager, are a part of the payback. Well, that's strange. What do you mean It's part of the payback? Bishlama, this is understood, this line, uh, articulating it like that. the damar palga nizka If you were to tell me that the half charge, and we're assuming that that's perhaps what the Gemara is referring to over here, the half charge is considered a mamon, it's a financial obligation, we can now make the claim, now we'll say the person who got damaged, wait a second, you're telling me, Rabbi Torah, you're telling me, Rabbi God, that I'm owed the full amount? Owed! Because his animal is He should have known better, he should have been watching it over better. Oh, but but I'm only getting half? Oh, basically what you're saying is I have to discard half. I have to pay my own half as the person who's damaged. I'm involved in the payment, so to speak. If you alternatively say that this was kinas, this is a fine, well, this guy's not really liable to pay me anything. It's a bonus for me. I could have walked away and lost my entire thing. I'm getting half. You wouldn't say, I'm losing half in the payment. You'd only use those words if you were to suggest, again, that the payment should be in full. If the payment should be in full, but I'm only receiving half, you're saying that I'm putting in my half. It's hard, yeah, it's the difficult. Way, the, other the other way, I'm owed zero, I'm and zero. bonus for me, I'm getting half. At least I didn't walk away, i uh, losing the whole item. But it's not that I put in or I lost my half. That's what the Gemaraq meant. You're getting zero. Because if it's Kenas, if it's a fine, Sometimes things happen. If there's a, a flood in your basement, lo uh, aleno, you're assuming that you get to be paid for the whole thing? No, nah, my loss, what am I gonna do? I, I can't force them to pay, I can't do that. Everyone's off the oh, off the, uh, the, the plumber was deficient, I can't prove that, I don't know, whatever. It's a bonus over here. It wasn't his responsibility. He did his job in, in protecting it as much as he needed to. And nonetheless, the Torah is uh, bestowing a present upon me of half-nazek. you not saying that I'm putting in. So again, says the Kimara, go ahead. Confess three times and three times get away? Yes. What about four times? About this? No, no, the fourth time is now considered mammon. Now it's a different. To to it. Yeah. Yep, says the Gemara Tenan Hanizak and Hamazik v'tashlumin. Our Mishnah taught those words. Bishlama, this is understood. Lemandei Amar Palga Nizka Mamona, if we're to envision and understand half payment of Shortam as Mamon, as you really should have been paid the whole amount, but you're only being paid half. Hainu nezak nizak, excuse me, v'tashlumin. Now we can understand why the damaged party is part of the payback. He's losing half. Lemandei Amar Palga ka Kenasa, However, for we to understand it as a fine, a penalty of sorts, well then I technically speaking there was the busted uh, pipe in my basement, you're kidding me. The, the plumber's going to have to pay half the, uh, the damage, I couldn't believe it. I think he did a good job, but nonetheless uh, the penalty upon him is that he has to pay as well. Oh, that's, that's, that's not that I am putting in half, it's that I'm making half. Uh, That's the Gemara. Gemara. Now he's taking something that's, so to speak, not his. You're gonna consider it as if he's paying into it. He's a part of that, it's not so. So the Gemara suggests then that we have a uh, open and shut or a black and white, rather, uh, a a proof for the opinion of Palga Nizka Mamona. Our Mishnah is suggesting to us from those words, by saying that the person who's losing out as well as the person who got damaged in the uh, in the legal sense, I was deserving of more. It must be that half payment is not qualified as a fine or a penalty, but rather as a uh, obligation. Says Gemara, nevela." The Gemara suggests that was not the intention of the Mishnah. Our understanding of the Mishnah was again mysterious words: the nizak and the mazik, the damaged and the damager, are a part of the payment. The part of the payment. Well, it means they both lose out. They both lose out. Well, what are you talking about? So we suggested that approach. We suggested it's talking about the half payment. According to the opinion, palganiska mamona. Says Gemara. But maybe we can defend the other opinion of palganiska kenasa that it's really a penalty or fine. And suggested those words of nizak. And mazik, losing out, being a part of the payment, is referring to something else. What's that? Pahat nevela. You might remember these words. We saw Pahat nevela back yonder on Daf Yod. Pahat nevela referred to the following situation. If uh, my animal uh, kills your animal, uh, or my pit kills your animal, whatever the case is, your animal being left where it is and now diminishing in value until we get into court. Who takes the loss on that? In other words, what I'm referring to is in the moment of life, the animal's worth $2,000. The animal dies. In the initial moment, it's still worth $300, $400. You could use the meat for this, you could use the the hide for that, etc. So as a result, if I'm to pay you back and we evaluate it based on that moment, I take it's still worth $400, I'm only paying you $1,600. Keep the carcass, that's yours. I'll even pay it back to you if you want it to be so, as Shaveh Kesev, I'll pay you the difference. What about the the fact that we only make it into court two weeks later, two years later, the carcass is done. It's finished, it's worth $5 now. Who takes that loss? The nizak. So does the nizak or does the mazik? We said very clearly that the halakha is pachat nevela is la nizak. The Gemara now is suggesting that when our Mishnah, and our Mishnah it, uh, says, pachat um, nevela, it's a, re- excuse me, it says, Hanizak nizak it's referring to pachat nevela, Rashi, le pachat nevela, de kol pachat nevela, de nizaku, vahainu de shayach nizak v'tashilumin, sh'afilu oto kenash zikta lo Torah, enon otel kulo. So uh, let's review it, and then we'll inject the detail that, Rashi. What's that? Should've gotten the whole whole half is the way to say it, right. Difficult words, but we'll come back to that in a moment. Let's just leave half and whole out uh, for for a moment. Again, our understanding then is that the person who got damaged took a certain personal loss as well. It's quote-unquote unfair to him. He feels this was not becoming uh, of the situation. I got damaged and now you're treating me like this. In other words, the person who got damaged, any devaluation that happened to the carcass is on him. If in the initial evaluation it was worth $400, the mazik says, even though we're two years later and the carcass is worth $5, no, 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 that's a $400 carcass, I'll pay you the difference. That's not fair, says the nizak, that's the way it works. When we said in our mishnah the words that the mazik and the nizak, the damager and the one who got damaged are, so to speak, a part of the payment, in other words, the nizak has to lose out in the payment in some way, shape or form, it was referring to this. The fact that there's a devaluation in there that it went down in price, the the carcass, that's on him. He loses out in that. Rashi. And dealing any to deal with the carcass, which is also maybe about money uh, out of pocket, but that's what's pushing him to do it. Otherwise, they, 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 he's, saying, no, he's losing out on two things: on the on the extraction from the pit, and he's losing out also on the um, depreciation of the. Accurate. True, we're not addressing the uh, who pays for that right now. Or we did on the uh on that money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The tow the to- fee. Uh, the towing fee. The Gemara suggested it might be Mahlook Shalom Ha Okay, but regardless, yeah. What if it only if the it, app is dead? Let's say it's damaged, you know, add commission a month. Okay. Is there that same kind of penalty and fees for that? Or we'll only talk about it. No, I mean that that would be true, but that's not going to be the answer to this question no, over here. No, just in general, it goes to the answer because if you're going to tell me if that's half, then, then, the, that, then the money doesn't work, and the half doesn't work on the damage. Uh, Agreed. The only way you're going to suggest that the nizak is losing out is when it's dead. Otherwise, when it's damaged, he's going to get the full so amount saying, of what so, I lost during that time period. However, oh, interesting point. Ooh, interesting point. In other words, the concept of, if you recall, when you damage a human being, there's not only a damage payment. Human being, you pay like, nezik, shevet, ripui. The one specifically that Jeffrey's zoning in on is shevet. Shevet means I missed out on work. You have to pay me? I know you just gave me a black eye, but you have to pay me for the embarrassment, you have to pay me for the pain, you have to pay me for, how, for the medical bills, you have to pay me for how much work I missed out. That's the way it works. When it comes to animals, it's not so. Comes to animals, you only pay nazik. What about over the course of a month? It wasn't working as well any longer. Why isn't that the explanation to the words in the Mishnah when the Mishnah says that the mazik, and even the nizak lose out, it's the fact that over the course of that month he's losing out on that. I don't know, That's, it's, a, it's a clever suggestion. It's, uh, again, it, you could have imagined, maybe it would even make a lot of sense, my animal now is working on half capacity over the course of the next two months because of what you did to it, your animal did to it. You say, I'm sorry, I'll pay you for whatever happened to it in its body to fix that up, whatever, And nothing more, nothing less. All right, we don't do so. Uh, and, uh, we don't do so, and we didn't suggest that here. Uh, there's a different difficulty over here, though. The difficulty is as follows Rashi is reading the Gemara as does Tosafot in the same way as as Jared said earlier, still talking about a short time. So let me review that one more time with you. We're going short time, and the payment, as Abi just said, is a penalty, it's a fine. We're trying to defend that opinion. If I'm to wrap my head around that, it means the payment, the penalty is a fine, so to speak. It's not becoming to me the nizak, And you're still calling it, when I lose out on the pahat nevelah, the carcass depreciation, something that's my loss. What do you mean it's your loss? It's not yours to begin with. You weren't supposed to get anything. So you lost out on your present? Don't call that your lose out. Says Rashi, explains (laughs) to Zafot, that's right. Once it was rewarded to you and the Torah says you get half, I should be getting the full half. You tell me it wasn't becoming, it started as a kanas, it started as a kanas, it was a fine. But the Torah said that fine is mine and now you're detracting from that that's what the words in the Mishnah mean, that even the Nizak is a part of this. In other words, Jared's words, the whole half should have been mine. That's how Rashi suggests this. If you look for again in that Rashi that we just read, he says, that even, that Kenas which the Torah bestowed upon you, gave you as a present, and you're not getting the whole thing. Even my present, you're not giving me entirely. That's the Nizak losing out. Why Rashi learns that way might have something to do with the continued lives in the Kimara. Says the Gemara, "Pachat Nevela, last of the narrow lines." Hatana le Resha, Etapelim Nevela. Says the Gemara. Okay, so let me wrap my head around this. The final words in this Mishnah, which taught me Hanaznizak the Hammazik, are part of the payment we're referring to. According to your opinion, Mister Rabbi palga uh, kenasa according to the opinion that we envision this as a fine they're really referring to the fact that when there's depreciation in the carcass the person who got damaged loses out. That's a nice interpretation. Very clever, Rashi even made it more fine-tuned, etc. Uh, but I don't understand, we already knew that halakha. We knew that halakha. That's right, that's what I was telling you. We learned about the sandaf yod. If you recall, the last Mishnah said that the obligation of the person who damaged is to pay you might recall the Duke in the Gemara. What does it mean? Tashlum. Tashlum milashon shalem, whole. You have to complete it. Which meant to say the Gemara's understanding was I complete. What was uh, done to you? If there's anything in the initial stages which is yours, I'm only completing the rest. So in the initial stages, the carcass is there, that's yours, I complete the rest. We learned from those words at the end of the Mishnah that the Pahat Nevelah, the devaluation, or depreciation in the carcass is on the nizak. We already learned that. We suggested that's why the last Mishnah used funny words. Instead of saying you pay for the damage, it said you pay for Tashlume, the hauling uh, out of the damage. So we knew that already. So we knew that already. You just, an you just gave us the an answer. The Gemara's answer? No, you, just said you said that was Tom. I didn't, say, I didn't say those words, I didn't say those words. You said I said it, but you said it. Okay, give, give me a second. I, so, so both, in Eli's absence, we're both playing uh, the rattlehead in the Gemara. That's the question of the Gemara. So I get just to state it in, in, in layman's terms, the Gemara says what you're teaching me over here, according to this suggestion, we already learned over there. We know this law, that pahatne vela, that the depreciation in carcass from time of damage until time in court, ha'madah bidin, we knew from the last Mishnah. You're just repeating yourself, that's not a great Answers: answer, answer is the Gemara chadah the v'chadah mu'ad. perhaps uh, we must instead suggest you needed both Mishnayot to teach you that in terms of the going down in value of the carcass that's true not only by mu'ad but also by tam what's mu'ad and tam? mu'ad is the four-time animal four-time going animal mu'ad is the, tam is the first three times and in the in a second the Gemara will fill this out, but for the moment we just have to understand what the Gemara is saying is in any and all situations where my animal gores another animal, whether it was I'm going to pay half or I'm paying full, the depreciation in carcass is on the person who got damaged. In all situations, you need a both mishnayot because you wouldn't have been able to derive one from the other. The Gemara will tell us that in its continued lines. It's for that reason, it appears, Ritva teases this out in uh, Rashi, that that's why Rashi in our Gemara, Tosafot, are reading that we were talking about in our mishnatan. Uh, why, the, why, how could you make that diuk? Well, the last Mishnah said that you're paying b'metav, you're paying, it sounded like, full tashlumin, full amount. Well, if you're paying full amount, that's probably talking about mu'ad. It's for that reason they understood this Mishnah is referring to uh, Tam, uh, if you caught that fantastic. Shittah in fact, quotes from Rosh, we don't have it per se, but that this Gemara, might, this might be the Mishnah that's talking about mu'ad, and you avoid that type of issue. but regardless, that says the Gemara. You say has to wait for to get to out the He should grab the carcass in that moment and use it. Right. They, they should appreciate it immediately. He should call the evaluators, the beteen evaluate immediately and go use it. Otherwise, he loses out very, right. very harshly. No, 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 he doesn't need to wait. But if he does wait, whatever depreciates but is on his head. You just said that if he gets, let's say, 20% for the carcass right away, that the other guy's on the hook for 80 because Absolutely said, oh. Oh, he's on the hook for 80 if it was the four-time Gorer Sean Mu'ad he's on the hook for, for the eight. other I thought you percent. said that he's on the hook for everything but the carcass value if it was a Sean Mu'ad it, it, for it, it, for the I, so, so redefine he's on the he's on the hook for the rest of whatever he needs to pay so if he, so he needs he to pay half Right. Says the Gemara over here, Usiricha, and it was necessary for the Mishnayot to reiterate, to repeat this halacha, that pachat nevela, that uh, going down in value with regards to the carcass is true, both by Tam and by Muad, the three time and even the four time goring animal tam. Had you just told me in the context of Shortam that the depreciation is on the Nizak, oh, that's easy. I would have said, Mishum da'kati la'i'aid. Ava mu'ad, lo, I would have said the reason that the nizak loses out, the person who got damaged, it's, he's on the hook, he loses out, he has to deal with any depreciation, is because technically speaking, if you recall, well, my animal wasn't forewarned. The Torah is a little lenient on me. The Torah says, Rari, I, you know, we're gonna make you pay, but we're not gonna make you lose out that much. It's on you, but if I'm dealing with a shon mu'ad, you maybe would have said, that's on you, Mr. Damager. You want a discount on your payment? You should have known better. You didn't protect it properly. The depreciation is on your head. There's no one that says the Gemara, so then just teach me the halakha that Pahat nevelah is applicable to the nizak. In the case of Muad, that even though my animal was forewarned, it has gored several times and outgored again, and the carcass is there in front of us. And I say to you, better handle it quickly because it's going to be yours, no matter what the value is later on. Oh, that's that's crazy. Even though it's fully my responsibility to be watching over this animal and I'm paying full amount. You might say the reason the Torah, the Mishnah teaches us that is because the Torah says, listen. Right, are you already paying the full amount? We'll give you a little bit of a discount. All right, you know, we feel bad for you a little bit. You're paying the full amount, the depreciation, the pachat nevelah will put on the nizak. We'll make him handle it. You're paying him a full amount. It's hard to, aval, tam, my but you maybe would have said that wouldn't carry over to tam, sediqah, uh, it was necessary to teach this law by both, which means to say in the scheme, in the structure of our Gemara? You would have said it's on the mazik. Even though he's on the paying half. Because he's only paying half. Yeah, yeah. He's only paying half. He already got, quote, discounted somewhat. Therefore, the depreciation is on him as opposed to on the nizah. What's that's that? This logic that we're deriving is halakha from logic. I don't know why they're pulling this. It. Uh, and that's a little bit problem. Half, that's a problem in the sense that he, how can he control the depreciation? If the, the carcass sits or doesn't sit. Don't sit. Pick it up and use it immediately. So the damager is the one that has to handle that? No, the damaged. The damaged. damaged. Your animal died, you didn't settle matters in the court yet, go handle it. Just, just go go yeah yeah I mean I don't know your car got somewhat totaled and as time goes on you until you settle this case in court you had a very new car which had a very high value three years later when the whole case is finished the car is going to be less of a value go fix your car now and drive your car out now because otherwise anything that's lost in terms of value in terms of whatever retail value is going to be lost upon you handle it immediately Jesse you know we were do this from Pesukim back uh, on Dafyod. We would doresh it from the Hamet Yehielo, there was a four-way derashah on this matter, etc. Yeah, yeah, we we would doresh this from Pesukim. Uh, but that being the case, but another question though, in the case of Shor Muhammad isn't there a, uh, the owner is stoned as well, right? He gets killed? And he ends up just paying what's called Kofir. So he, doesn't actually, pasuk, he doesn't actually not actually get You it. have to read the next part. That's Pasuk Kaftet, you have to read Pasuk lamet. I think, if yeah. I remember correctly, right? It goes one pasuk says, Sashoi yeah. Sakha, Vigamba, I love And then the next pasuk says, "V'im Kofir, you sha love, and Atan So even kofer though, but only have the Allah that we take the more severe punishments of kofer over nizikim. It's 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 a what uh, well kofer no, kofer is on top of Nizikim, the Torah tells you that. Even though I have come live with the which means if I need to determine which one, death or whatever, we hear the Torah says pay nezik and pay Kof. That's what the Torah says. So, so it's, it's an exception in that respect to the law. Uh, that's a wonderful question. Uh, we, we'll get to it now in Mashech. I'll tell you in the moment. It's either and hard to evaluate as well. And we'll deal with that as well. It's either the evaluation of the person who damaged because I'm ransoming and getting uh, atonement for my life, or the person who got damaged or who, who died because his life was lost. But ultimately speaking, it's it's to achieve what's called kapara, that's why it's called coffee We'll deal with it. But the Gemara, fundamentally for us, is in the middle of testing these two opinions. We tried to bring a proof from our Mishnah that palkan miska, mamona didn't work out. Tashka, no problem. You said, you said that some, some opinion flips the Mishnahs and says that one, one is Tom, one is muwaad, and one is muwaad, one, one is Tom. The one, the one that says the muwaad payment is a knas. No, right? no such thing. No such thing. So at the end of the day, we're gonna break it down like this: if, if there's a short, if you if my short scored three times and the fourth time it then what I have to pay is listen, not um, Knoss. According that to is, everyone. According to everyone, that's just compensation. Correct. And according to everybody, when I have, when my when my scored one time, I'm always paying half damages, and it's always a penalty. No, no. So, that's, it, that's the Mahlok in the Gemara. So that's so the Mahlok now still is whether it's a Qanas. or, or Mamon. That is the Mahlok in the Gemara. Okay. We're going go to go the Halakha, and I was assuming it yesterday when everyone got nervous that it is kenas. That's the Halakha on this. <laughs> oh, but right, it's, crisis, that's yes. how we go on this. That's right. Why is it so critical nah, of If we, a guy admits. So if you agree to a you dare That that's that's why we care so much about this. That's why we spend. Says the Gemara, just a bit more. Tashema three lines after the lines widen, in the middle of the line, we cite from a, a Mishnah coming up, ma ben tam muad. The Mishnah asks a very simple but fundamental question. What's the difference between a Ashur tam and a Ashur mu'ad? We've learned those words, we're familiar with them, we know tam means the first three times, and mu'ad means after the first three times. But halachically speaking, in terms of payment, in terms of uh, judgment, what's the difference between the two? Also, oh, so the Mishnah sounds like it's gonna give us an exhaustive list. Number one, sh'atam mishalim hati nezek migufo, that's one and two. That's one and two. So there's two differences. Number one, with regards to payment, half or full, tam half, muad full. Number two, where does and how do we evaluate the max amount that's going to be paid? If it's a short time, you can't go above the value of the animal that damaged. That's what we call migufo. It was worth $2,000. The damage was $5,000. You would say you paid $2,500. No, I can pay you nothing more than $2,000. My animal, migufo. And when it comes to short mu'ad, it doesn't work that way. Your animal's worth uh, $2,000. You made a $5,000 damage. You're paying $5,000. But my animal's only worth $2,000. Who cares? You da- okay, now, pause for a second. We should have the imi. If you're right, Rabbi Palganizka Kenasa, according to the opinion that half-nezek is considered a penalty, not regular compensation, shouldn't we have a third difference? Tam al mal mu'ad mishale mal piatzmo. The words al read them very literally. Alp based on the mouth of atzmo, yourself. That's another difference. Short time, if you admit to it, if we hold that it's a penalty, you're off the hook. Short Mu'ad, if you admit to it, who cares that you admitted to it? You owe the money. Why isn't that the third difference listed in the Mishnah? If the Mishnah's giving me a list of the differences, what's the difference between short time and short mu'ad? how much payment, how you pay it, number three is a pretty fundamental one. And do you pay if you admit or not? That's uh, Everybody's getting excited about it. The Mishnah should have mentioned it. Answers the Gemara for that opinion, Tana v'shyev. Tana v'shiv means we taught some, we didn't teach all. Shyev means to leave out, which means say it was not an exhaustive list. We've seen this already in Masechet Bavakama more than once, twice at least already. And the concept goes as follows. When I come into the class and I'm teaching you many laws, is my purpose to teach you every law applicable? or is it to teach you most of them? So you're going to say to me, you're going to say to me, if you catch me on leaving one off, why'd you leave that out? I said, I wasn't giving you an exhaustive list. You say, oh, that's interesting, Rabbi, because it was a five-hour class. I can't think of anything else you left off. You must have left this out. There must be something else to this. This must not be true. Unless I could defend it by saying I left that out, and another one out, you're gonna say to me, No, you didn't leave anything out. There was some, some reason. So in other words, the Gemara now is going to challenge it just and we, we won't read onward further than this. My shier That's always the follow-up question. You wanted to tell me that the Mishnah really accepts it's true. Short time. Give me another example of what you left out. You can't tell me you just left that one all out, because if it's just that one, something's off. It sounds like an exhaustive list. So it's gonna have to deal with the other thing that it left out. And we'll deal with that onward tomorrow. Amen man.